I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's getting closer to midnight. I tried to get closer to you. Hello, hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line, happy Tuesday, wait, yeah this is a Tuesday episode, oh my god, listen, I'm pre-recording episodes right now because obviously I'm going on my holiday, going off for my holobobs and I don't even know what freaking day it is to be honest, but no, it's a Tuesday, it's a Tuesday episode, oh I haven't actually done my Aussie accent in a while, hopefully she's not getting rusty at it, you know, maybe I should do an entire episode talking like that. Shout out to my Aussies, okay, I'm I'm going to need you to let me know if I do actually sound Australian or if you can just tell that it's fake. Because to be honest, I feel like I could go to Australia and they wouldn't even know, you know, you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh God, am I ready for this holiday? I will be honest though, the pre-flight nerves creeping in, they're creeping in. <sighs> and also my brother's going on holiday as well, like two days before me. And honestly, I had the most horrific dream about my brother, guys. It it was a really awful dream that something bad happened to him. And when I tell you, I've never been so traumatized. I was crying the next morning, telling my mum and auntie about it. I was itchy in tears because it it fucked me up so bad. And like for the whole week, last week, I was just fucking weird. Like I was in this weird, I was like disassociated. Like it was so scary and horrible. And so now I'm like stressed about his flight. God, I just, I'm really good at just fucking catastrophizing, guys. Honestly, if it was a sport, I'd be a gold medalist. Like, I'm skilled in that area. Anyway, oh my God, do you know what else I'm skilled at? Sprinting. Don't know if I've ever told anybody this, because, well, I tell a lot of people this. It's actually, I, it comes out of my mouth at least once a week. But (laughs) it's my Roman Empire, the fact that I'm a fucking good sprinter. But basically, when I was younger, right, I was shit at everything. Shit at all sports, okay? I've spoke about it a lot. I'm not skilled in the sports area. But one thing I was sick at was just running really fucking quick. I honestly don't know. I'm literally Usain Bolt. Like, I don't know. It's just naturally in my genes, my genetic buildup. I'm just quick as fuck. Like, <laughs> guys, I'm not like boasting, bragging, but... <laughs> I am like I'm sick I beat you all I'd literally beat you all in a race mate (laughs) I'll race you all and you'd fucking lose 
<laughs> no, listen to me. I was shit at everything. Sports day, I was like, oh God, here we go. Javelin, shot put, like all of that shit. Long jump, my little five foot two legs. Like, But anyway, I was really good at sprinting. I was really good, right? And I was so good that I used to do this thing where, no offense to all the people that was doing the 200 meter race with me, but I was actually smashing them all, like actually embarrassingly quick. Like I was just, I was literally just rapid, mate, just rapid on the track. And I'd be embarrassed about the fact that I'm beating them by so much. <laughs> I sound like such a dick. But listen, when you've got one thing you're good at, you cling on to it, right? So I was, I was just unreal at running. <laughs> and I was so much quicker than anyone that I'd be embarrassed about how far behind they was. <laughs> And what I would do, right, is I would slow down at the finish line and then I'd wait for people to get close to me and then I'd just obviously smash them out of the park. Like, but I would literally slow down. And my dad was saying it to me the other day. He was like, I remember you used to do that. You'd be embarrassed about the fact that you beat them by quite a lot, that you'd slow down. And I was like, I didn't want to feel like, I didn't want to make people feel shit because I'm, I'm just that quick. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even joking. I'm I'm actually that proud of it. You're literally 14, 14 years old, do a 200 meter sprint. It's my biggest, my biggest achievement. But anyway, right. And then this girl who was actually one of my besties, she got moved up from the 100 meter to the 200 meter. And she was quick. She was fucking quick, right? And I was like, I ain't slowing down for this bitch. She's literally my best friend. I was like, no, this is this is serious, mate. We're going head to head on this one, and we would be head to head. And I was um undefeated, Ugh, undefeated two hundred meter sprint sports day. You you better believe it. Anyway, and then my form tutor was the PE teacher, right? So he took sports day very seriously. He was actually such a legend. I loved him. And then he said to me, "I'm putting you in the relay this year. We need you this year." I said, "I said, Mr. Crisp." I'm too shy. I'm too shy. I don't I don't like the whole relay thing. I find it awkward and embarrassing. Like I even found it embarrassing doing the sprints. I'm just shy, right? And he's like, "You're doing the relay, mate." And I fucking won it, didn't I? Well, we sorry, we won it. <laughs> the team won it, I guess. Oh, thanks to me, my fucking rapid legs. Anyway, the reason I'm talking about this is because I did a DNA test. You guys remember the Ancestry DNA found that I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish, right? Um, And I have the sprinter gene. It told me because I got the traits package where it tells you your traits. And it said, you have the sprinter gene. I said, you don't have to tell me that, darling. You don't have to tell me that. I know. I know. I know that. I'm also Welsh, by the way. I'm not very good at the Welsh accent. See, I'm Scottish, Welsh, Welsh, Irish, and just British. I thought, oh, that's fucking exotic, isn't it? That's bloody exciting. <sighs> Snooze. Literally so boring. My results, I was like, Phew. okay, no one needs to. No one needs to know that. I've been telling everyone I'm Spanish all my life. <laughs> I actually have because my dad told me that we, like, my great great granddad or something, was a Spanish sea captain. I thought, Soleil, Spanish Soleil, hola, me llamo Lia, right? Turns out, I'm fucking Scottish. Did not see that coming at all. None of us did. I said it to my mum and dad. They were like, what? So I'm calling cap on them results. And I'm saying I'm 78% Spanish. 
12% fucking sprinter, mate. <laughs> anyway, so as you can tell, the last Tuesday episode, we was we was having to be quiet. I had Jamie on, we was having to be quiet. Now it's daytime again. I'm recording at a normal time so I can have my normal energetic episodes back, which feels really good. So yeah, but I don't know how I've got into these topics today. I'm talking about sprinting and DNA. But anyway lovely Tuesday episode today the huge lovely weekly debate and some gorgeous dilemmas sent in from you gorgeous people oh god it was was I was really on a roll there with my sentence and I just had to fuck it up didn't I oh well good job I'm a fast runner hey all right guys I love you so much thank you so much for tuning in today I hope you all enjoy this episode thank you for being in my company thank you so much for having me in yours let's get into the episode Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the Line. Head to leahontheline.com to send in your dilemmas and confessions. Remember to follow on socials to see visual clips and get involved with the weekly debates. Enjoy the episode. Love you. Okay, everybody. Let's just get straight into the weekly debate today. I'm really looking forward to this one, okay? It says... Is it better to slowly cut contact after a breakup or go no contact immediately, right? Because here's the thing. I feel like there's there's an idea of what we should do, but what is actually better for you mentally, emotionally, you know? Let's have a look what you guys are saying. No contact immediately, no contact immediately, no contact ASAP slowly cut contact I've never gone fully no contact but I've drifted from exes over time depends on the situation but I drive myself crazy if I wasn't immediate with stalking etc depends on the breakup situation no go straight away but if if amicable then slowly cut it okay okay slowly cut contact initially so it isn't a huge shock then after month after a month zero contact yeah okay I feel you it's easier to go slow but no contact is definitely the best I do agree I do agree it's easier if we just slowly cut it off but realistically maybe it's just better for everybody to just go bang you know here's what I think I've never done bang no contact ever it's just I don't know why I think it's that attachment and it takes a minute to detach I just think it's that unless you've detached while you're with the person which can also happen I think sometimes it it just doesn't your brain cannot do it do you know what I mean like especially when you've been with someone for a long time it's like I've spoken to you every single day and what we've had a conversation about ending the relationship and that's it I'm never ever ever going to speak to you again it's like your brain cannot comprehend that like one of you said it's the shock do you know what I mean so I always find it easier to slowly cut and then eventually you get to a point where you're just you have nothing left to say no reason to reach out you know your brain has slowly come around to the the idea that you are going to have to let go of that person eventually do you know what I mean clean break no contact is the fastest way to heal no go immediately I tried slowly and found to e- found it even harder to let them go or move on yeah that is true that can be the other side of it as well like it's you're just holding on and eventually you have to get to that point where you can let go like we had that dilemma the other week of that girl where she's met somebody new but she's still friends of her ex because she's never actually got to the no contact part slowly this helped me so much but I think it depends it definitely helped me to do it slowly because I just naturally got to the point where I was just like this isn't helping me anymore do you know what I mean 
because I think it can help for a while just to know that whatever you're feeling you can reach out because especially in my experience I've always ended on amicable terms do you know what I mean like it's never been a situation of like fuck you I fucking hate you like no matter what the reason is for a breakup I've always ended the relationships in a headspace of like you know what I wish you all the best do you know what I mean so I've always been in a situation where if you're having a bad day and you feel sad or whatever you can reach out and say like I'm struggling today and some people that's like what the fuck why would you do that do you know what I mean but for me that just helped me to know that like we don't hate each other you're not out to get me you're not doing anything to to get back at me or get revenge or be bitter you know and if I if I have a question like are you seeing anyone you can ask them not that I ever have to be fair I'm normally no contact by the time you're like seeing other people but yeah yeah I I found I found it helpful to do it slowly to be honest I find it it feels more peaceful it feels less angry and hateful do you know what I mean and then I've never had the conversation of like right I'm cutting contact that's it you know it's just naturally happened like we would slowly drift and then we don't speak anymore and, and it just felt like a natural it came to a nice natural close you know um no contact immediately it hurts more at first but gets you over them quicker do you know what I I can totally get how it would but I feel like for me I I would think about them more you know like having I would have more questions and I'd be more curious and I think I would do I would stalk them more whereas if I know I can just text you if I'm having a bad time or if I need something or whatever I can just text you or you can just text me. I feel less consumed by it. I think when you're thinking, right, no contact, no contact, no contact, it makes you want to talk to them more and it makes you want to check on them more. It makes you more curious. It makes you a bit more obsessed with it, what what's what they're doing. Does that make sense? I don't know. That's just me personally. I find that when I know I can text you, I'm I'm less interested in in the whole situation and I I, I won't stalk you, you know? Hmm, interesting. Lots of you, to be honest, I'd say 90% of these responses are just saying no contact. Seen it too many times when they stay in contact and it never ends well. I guess it can definitely end badly because one of you is going to move on to somebody else sooner. And if you're still in some sort of minimal contact, it might hurt. Do you know what I mean? But I haven't been in that position, but I can imagine it's hurtful because it's you're like fuck okay I guess we have to cut this off now do you know what I mean um it really helped me not knowing anything that they're up to it protects your feelings until they're healed yeah a hundred percent if if it's not something that would make you more more curious then it would definitely be more helpful because you don't know ignorance is bliss do you know what I mean but if you're someone like me if I had no contact with someone I'm looking at your shit like if it was immediately no contact, like we've ended the relationship, we've got all of our things back, we have no reason to see or talk to each other again. I'm fucking stalking you at that point. If I know I you're not just gonna pop me the odd text like, Hey, how are you feeling today? Or, you know, saw this thought about you last night. Do you know what I mean? Because I in my experience, like you you heal together it's really weird like you sort of accept the ending of a relationship in a peaceful 
nice way. Like, I don't know. That's just how I've always done it. And then don't get me wrong. Like, there are always moments where it's like, oh, you're following somebody. Oh my God, you're moving on, blah, blah, blah. You always get those feelings. But I think when you feel like there's no bad vibes and no bad blood, like, it just feels so much easier to let go. I don't know. That's just me, to be fair. Everyone is so different in breakups, aren't they? But from this, oops, from this debate, literally 90% are saying immediately no contact. Only a couple of you are saying relatively slowly cut contact. Depends how or why it ended. If feelings are still there, cut off maybe better to give them time to heal. Yeah, that is true. No contact ASAP. I think it's easier to do it slowly, but no contact is probably for the best. Hmm. Yeah, literally most of you are saying no contact, to be honest. So that's interesting. I I just don't think I could do it, to be honest. I think it would be so much harder. I think for me, the longest I've stayed in very minimal contact with somebody after a breakup is like a month. Yeah, probably a month. Although there was like a situation where we were still in contact on and off for about a year (laughs) but that wasn't really the same that was just kind of we kept in contact I think because we still had so much respect for each other I don't know it's a weird one to be fair but yeah thank you guys so much for all your responses I guess moral of the story is most people are saying no contact immediately so we actually I don't know if the breakup episode, I'm doing a breakup advice episode. I don't know if that was the Friday just gone or the Friday this week. You guys will know. (laughs) Either way, check it out. All right, babes, let's get into some dilemmas. Okay, everybody, we are going to kick it straight off with this one because it's actually kind of wild. So let's just get straight in. Hi, Leah. Thank you for making me giggle on my Tuesday commute. Sorry in advance, this may be a long one, but I'm in need of advice. Oh my God, I love you. Okay, we got this. So me and this guy, let's call him Mark, have been dating since last December. Oh my God, that's a long time. We're we're approaching a year dating at this point. Okay. At first, it was amazing. We clicked instantly. And on our first day, I knew he was a bit of me. But the more time that we went The more time that went on, he complimented me less and used to call me names and take the piss out of me as a joke. Okay, that one I'm not going to say because that's kind of triggering, but it's he's insulting her fucking body at that point. You're a meaty ting. Your fashion sense is horrible, etc. Fuck off. How is he still in your life, babe? But I just chalked it down to him being jokey and me being too sensitive. No, I'm not being funny. If somebody was saying those things to me, I'd put him in the fucking bin. I'd put him in the paper shredder, mate. (laughs) Anyway, then it came to my birthday and he didn't take me for dinner or get me a present because he was ill. Okay. Three weeks later, it was his birthday and I planned a birthday dinner and got him some cute gifts, which he really appreciated. Oh, babe. After that, he kept saying he'd gotten me something for my birthday, but has never given it to me to this day. Okay, he got you fuck all, realistically. But he also met my brothers who really liked him and pays for all our dates and is actually very caring and does a lot for me. Okay, I don't know how we're calling somebody caring when he calls you those names, but all right, we'll continue. Around July, I met up with him and his cousins. And not gonna lie, I got blackout drunk and puked all in the bar toilets and over me. Oh, <laughs> and he had to get me home and shouted at me. 
Don't fucking raise your voice at me, mate. Oh my god. For embarrassing him in front of his friends. You're making a c out of me in front of my pals. Oh, I just said the C word. <laughs> we'll mute that. All right, carry it on. Um, he didn't talk to me for a whole week after and basically ending it. Fucking hell, punishing me for getting a bit too steaming. Sorry. We stayed in contact since and would flirt and sext, but no mention of us being back together. During this time, I dated other guys, but nothing hit the same. Now he calls me nearly every day and claims I'm his and wants to go for drinks tonight. I'm going to go, but it just feels so weird because I'm like, what do you want from me? Wish me luck and help me. What do I do? Okay, babe, I'm telling you now, I, it's too late, but I, I really wish you didn't go because you know what? It's given controlling and it's given every red flag you can ever imagine ever in your life, ever. He's literally abusing you with words, calling you horrible names, taking away your self-esteem, making you insecure, right? Then is he, then he is, impun oh my God, then he is punishing you for having a good time. Yeah, you got too drunk. Yeah, you were sick. Fuck it. That's where he, that's where he should feel empathy and care and take care of you and, and look after you because you're in a vulnerable state. Yeah, he took you home, but then he, he shouted at you for embarrassing him in front of his friends, apparently. Get a grip of yourself, mate. What, have you never been so drunk before you've been sick? Come on. Yes, you have. And it's given dangerous. I'm not even, I'm, I'm not being dramatic, right? If you were my bestie in real life, which you are, but like we haven't met, I'd say, no, we have to run. He, the first sign is he is knocking your self-esteem. The, the reason these people do this is because they want you to feel insecure so that you depend on them for everything, for your confidence, the way you feel about yourself. They take away your self-respect so that then you allow them to treat you shit because you don't have self-respect because they've ruined it by making you feel like you're this big and embarrassing him. That is pure, what's the word? It, it's in like intimidation. Like he's like intimidating you making you feel like a piece of shit, like punishing you for a week. And then he wants to flirt and sext you, but doesn't want to get back together. And now he's calling you every day and claims you as his. Let me tell you one thing, darling, I'm, I'm nobody's. Yeah. So listen, I'm telling you now, run for your life. I'm literally telling you run for your life. <laughs> Am I being dramatic or what? Like, I just want to know what it is you actually like about this person because he pays for dates is all I've read so far that is anything to, you know, celebrate. But to be honest, that's not even anything to celebrate because there are loads of guys that will pay for dates and not call you names. And if you got blackout drunk, he would just go, sorry, guys, I'm going to go. She's she's not in a good way. I'm going to take her home, make sure she she's all right. And then he will take you home, give you some water, hold your hair back, rub your back and laugh about it the next day. You know, that is the way that somebody should take care of you. He is not showing you caring signs. He's not it's not given empathy. It's not given love and care. It's given selfish, nasty prick. And I don't know if I'm deep in it. I don't think I am. But if this was my friend, I'd say, what the hell? Out of all men in the world, you want you pick him. You know what I mean? So yeah, honestly, my advice to you, babe, is you deserve so much better. You deserve somebody that will take care of you in a situation like that, especially not make you feel shit for it. Because 
you wake up with anxiety anyway, let alone when you're fucking chundering all over yourself in front of like the new guy's friends or family. So you obviously would have felt shit enough as it is without him making you feel bad about it. His job there was to go, don't worry about it, babe. We've all been there. Don't worry about it. No one cares. No one's going to hold it against you. They've all been there as well. well. We'll all laugh about it when we see each other next. That is the way he should have spoken to you about that situation. You know, so I don't like him. Leah on the line does not approve. Get rid. Love you, babe. All right. Next dilemma. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I have a major crush on a taken guy. We have mutual friends, but I've only met this boy a couple of times. We got on like a house on fire. I'm normally quite shy around people I don't know, but I felt so comfortable around him, which is rare. I genuinely think about him all the time and I can't get over him for fuck's sake. He's spoken about me to our mutual friends, but I don't even have him on social media or anything. What do I do? I need to get over him. This is a tough one because, listen, as a girl in a relationship, leave the taken boy alone, okay? (laughs) 
But at the same time, you guys remember when we did the debate with Talia, right? Which was, do you confess your feelings to someone if they're in a relationship? And we did discuss the idea that they they might be unhappy in their relationship and this could be their way out, you know, that maybe they're waiting for a sign. Because listen, there are circumstances where you could be meant to be with somebody, but they're just with with somebody else, you know, like don't let your girlfriend stop you from meeting your wife. But Jamie, if you if you ever listen to this, you better fucking not even think about it, mate. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I'm really torn because I truly believe in expressing your feelings at the same time. I truly believe in never ever home wrecking and I think the best thing to do is forget about this guy until there could be a day he ends up single and if he does then then you shoot your shot because at the end of the day if you shoot your shot now and he feeds into it and he's like yeah I really fancy you as well he's low-key a prick for doing that and why would you want to be with someone who does that to their girlfriend because that could just be you next so I think we try and meet somebody else, try and meet somebody else, focus on a whole nother guy or focus on yourself and forget about this boy until the day he may or may not become single because that's rough, babe. But I feel for you, that must be painful. But um, please, please leave the leave the boy alone. <laughs> All right, next dilemma. Hi Leah, I have a small dilemma that's been eating me up with the past year and I would love some advice if you could help. Okay, so I'm currently in a three-year relationship and it's been great, but there's just someone I can't stop thinking about and it won't go away. Let's call him Tom. I used to date Tom for a little while three years ago, just before getting into a relationship with my current partner, who we will call Zach. Okay, Zach Efronslay. Tom and I have a great thing going, had a great thing going, sorry, and almost got into a relationship ourselves until I backed out of it because I just wasn't ready. And I was quite young, 18, and I'm now 21. But then a few months later, I started seeing Zach and we've been together ever since. I have guilt towards Tom because I ended things with him quite brutally by ghosting him. Okay, and not giving an explanation. I've never ever been able to clear this up with him but for the past year or so he has been on my mind constantly as I see his or his friends posts of him and it makes me feel some type of way. We did talk a few months after all this happened and he told me that what I did hurt him which I didn't know how to deal with at the time so I just left it. Tom has a girlfriend now. Oh no, not again. And they've been together for over a year. So I feel like because both of our current relationships, there is no way we'll be able to meet again or talk, but I can't help how I feel. I know it's also unfair on my boyfriend to be feeling this way about someone else, but I honestly think it's the guilt of breaking down what could have been in a way that hurt somebody else. Tom might not even think about me or it anymore, but I can't get him out of my head. Do you think I should risk it and try to reach out some way? Um, I think the best way to describe to describe it is that I miss him. Thanks so much, Leah. Love you. <gasps> Love you too. Okay, that is stress. That is literal stress. Um, should you be missing another guy when you're in a relationship? Absolutely not. I think. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a sign that you shouldn't be in your relationship. Because put it this way, if I knew that my boyfriend was missing somebody else when he was with me, I'd say 
please don't fucking be with me. Please do not waste my life if if you're not giving me what I need and deserve. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't want somebody to be with me if they if they felt what you were feeling. I wouldn't want somebody to be with me. So it could be a sign that it's time to sort of, I don't know, be single or end your relationship. I don't know. Maybe when you end your relationship, Tom might magically become single if he hears about it. I just think it's bothering you for a reason, whether that be because you you and Tom are meant to be or because it's the idea that somebody else has now got him and you know you could have had him. It could be the forbidden fruit situation. Whatever the reason, we kind of need to figure that out. Um, and I think maybe it's best that you maybe end your relationship, to be honest. Because if I was with Jamie thinking about another guy, I'd think well, I need to fucking be on my own and sort my shit out, sort my head out. Because that's fucked. And it would drive me insane. So, yeah, if I was you, I'd be inclined to be single and try and figure out what it is about Tom that I can't stop thinking about. Is it Tom in particular? Is it the, you know, you want what you can't have? Is it the, what do you mean you don't want to be with me anymore? What do you mean you've got a girlfriend? I thought, I thought you was obsessed with me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so maybe it's that. Who knows? Either way, I'd be inclined to be single to be honest, I don't think it's fair on Zach, your boyfriend, Zach Efron, to be with somebody who is thinking about somebody else. It's like a year. Did you say you've been thinking about this person for a year or? um, You've been in a three-year relationship. Oh, oh, okay. It was three years ago, just before you got into your current relationship. Okay. How long have you been thinking about this guy? Okay, I can't figure that out. But Tom has moved on and he's been with somebody over a year or almost a year. I can't remember. I can't find it. But either way, okay, they've been together over a year. And for some reason, you have got Tom on the brain. Um, I feel it because of both our current relationships. There's just no way we'll be able to meet again or talk. Mm, I would be inclined to be single, to be honest with you, babe baby girl yeah I just don't think it's fair to be with somebody if you're we're dealing with something right now you know whatever that is it's such a head fuck to process but yeah that's hard I think the only way you'd be able to really understand what it is that's making you think about Tom whether it be Tom in particular or just your relationship or you know how you're feeling in yourself whatever it is I think the best way to figure that out is to be on your own and you know then you don't have a boyfriend to feel guilty about and then you'll sort of figure out am I still thinking about Tom now that I'm single and I know that if he wanted to meet up with me I just could you know maybe do that I don't know whatever feels right for you I think when I say that if it makes you go no way I don't want to break up with Tom I mean Zach then I don't know that's got to mean something right um please please keep me updated with that one please okay I love you next dilemma okay I'm excited about this one because it's kind of a um update but there is more to the dilemma so we'll carry on with this one okay hey Leah update from last week episode 86 thank you so 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 much for your advice I did listen 
just as a reminder guys the dilemma was I was chatting with this lad really liked him slept with him then he seemed like he didn't want to see me again right you guys remember she was like I don't really ever sleep with people I don't I've never had him on a stand it's not my thing so it was quite deep to her you guys remember anyway I carried on doing what you said, hung back, didn't text, didn't carry on conversations, and he did start to go longer without messaging, but still surprisingly messaged in the evenings. I finally was fed up and sent a straightforward message to him on Wednesday saying, not being deep or anything, but it's just really been playing on my mind. I really enjoyed seeing you and staying the other weekend, and it's not easy for me to sleep with just anyone, but it seems you haven't seen me. I just feel like you don't want to. I was expecting some shitty reply, so I prepared myself for the excuse that was to follow. He replied saying, Hey, I just haven't really been myself recently. I feel like work's taking a bit of a hit on me. Ugh. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, we know. Like I thought, half-assed excuse really. I just simply replied, Alright, fair enough. Fully expecting to be ignored, but he replied again saying, like I've not done much uploading to social media for my work it's just I'm busy you know that as well but I do understand where you're coming from kiss kiss well okay (laughs) he said so much without saying anything at all (laughs) I did not like this tone but me being nice replied something way too nice obviously I know you're busy I just rather know what you're thinking no reply that was my answer really however the next evening he snapchats me having a normal conversation like is he okay just gonna brush past that lol honestly i was shocked anyway now he hasn't spoken for two days so i guess that's it in all honesty i am gutted i did like him and thought he wouldn't do that but like i said in the dilemma i don't sleep around and have never had a one-night stand so i'm a bit upset but live and learn we guess we live and we learn i guess (laughs) the only thing I do feel like now I've let him get away with it do I message and say what you've done is really disrespectful and I didn't expect it from you or should I just leave it until he messages again as I'm sure he will they always come back and then tell him where to stick it well thanks so much bestie love ya bye okay love you so much yeah you we we're not sending that message I said it in the message in the message in the dilemma in a fucking hell in the episode of Jamie last week right when you text a boy when they've ghosted or when they fucked you over or when you found out there's another girl and you message them the whole I can't believe you've done this you're such a prick why would you do that it's really disrespectful they do not care they do not feel bad about it they just think oh my god you're literally obsessed with me stop sending me long text messages like it doesn't it does we don't get what we think we're gonna get and even if we did get I know I'm sorry we don't feel better we literally don't feel any better. So we're not going to send that message. We're going to leave it. We're going to, all right, do you know what? Fuck it then. Do you know what I mean? Fuck off then. And like you said, he will come back. They always do. And he'll say, hey, how are you? We're going to ghost. We're going to ignore. The next time he sends a message trying to act all normal, ignore it. And then wait for him to send the proper message of, hey, why are you not talking to me? Blah, blah, blah. Just be like, listen there's only so many hints you can drop that you're not interested in me before I'll get the fucking message mate do you know what I mean there's only so much you can do before somebody just gives up do you know what I mean so I genuinely think you will find so much power in just pulling back and doing the whole oh whatever then whatever then and when he does send that message you will you will feel powerful by just responding no anger no bitterness no nastiness you're totally secure in yourself. I don't need you to want me. It's fine, mate. Don't worry. I don't need you to, to want to be with me. There are plenty of people that do. 
<laughs> but we find power in that. Look, I ain't being funny, but you were really distant towards the end. You know, I got the hint. No hard feelings, even though there are. There are fucking hard feelings, but we, we do that. We just okay. <laughs> Look, mate. I don't know what you think this is, but I got the hint. Do you know what I mean? It's not that deep. Don't worry about it. That's what we do, guys. That's what we do. Don't worry about it, lol. <laughs> Don't worry. I got the I got the message, lol. No hard feelings, you know. <laughs> and then if he's like, oh no, I'm sorry, but just go. Look, it ain't that deep. <laughs> it's fucking deep. You've cried. We've cried about it, but we it ain't that deep. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, that's my advice, okay? I love you. Don't worry. It, your self-worth does not depend on this guy and whether he has time for you. Just never forget that, okay? I love you. Okay, let's go into this one. Hey, Angel, love the pod so much. Hearing happy Tuesday is the serotonin boost I need on my drive to work. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. So I'll get straight into it. I have not read this at all, by the way. I've literally just clicked on it at random. Just for some context, my boyfriend and I have been together for 10 months. Let's call him Joe. Joe always seems a little bit secretive when it comes to his phone. However, I've been cheated on before, so I think sometimes I read into things too much. Okay. One night, he fell asleep with YouTube playing. And although I tried to tell myself not to do it, I did it. I went through the phone. He had messaged a girl saying... How have I had you on Facebook all this time and never got to know you with the smirk emoji? (gasps) She replied saying we should change that. And he asked for her Snapchat at his big age. (laughs) At his big age. (laughs) And where she lived. She replied from the USA and that she didn't have Snapchat. We're from the UK. He never replied because it obviously couldn't go anywhere. When I confronted him, he said he didn't know why he did it. It was stupid oh fucking brilliant mate that's helpful and it was during a time in our relationship oh here we go here we go guys you we all know where this is going we were bickering a lot oh that's all right then oh that's fair enough you know fuck having any respect for me you know we were bickering fuck it innit no not only do i think that's maybe the worst response ever because now i worry that that's why that's what he's going to do if we argue. Yeah, exactly. So next time we're having a shit time, which they fucking happen, mate. Next time we're not getting along, not getting along, or we're banging heads a bit more than normal. I've got worried that you're going to be messaging girls. Yeah, all right. Um, but I can't help but torment myself thinking if she had Snapchat and she was more lo- local, what would have happened? Exactly. That is so true. I know deep down that I should probably leave him before I get a chance to find out, but the naive lover girl in me just wants to believe it was a mistake and it won't happen again. What would you do? Sorry, it's a long one. Love you. Oh my God, I really feel for you because I know the fucking feelings. It's like, I know, I know I should walk away, but what if it never happens again and I throw this whole relationship over away over something that didn't technically happen and might never happen and we can convince ourselves that it's not a sackable offense you're like oh I can't end the relationship over something that you know he didn't follow through with (laughs) it's so it's so easy to convince yourself that like it's it's an overreaction to end the relationship do you know what I mean because we don't want to end the relationship obviously 
But one thing I always say is when somebody disrespects you on this level, if you really want this relationship to work, the only way they will never, ever, ever do that to you ever again is if you make them feel in a way that they will never forget now. Like if they feel on the floor, I have lost her, I've lost everything, I have fucked it up. That is the only way, this is just my opinion, by the way, I'm not a psychologist. I have no idea how the brain actually works. Literally just an opinion. (laughs) That is the only way, in my opinion, that they will truly never, ever disrespect you like that again. If they can feel that rock bottom. I've fucked it up. And they will never want to do that again. They will never want to feel that again. So, and I don't mean this in a way of, we got to punish them, we got to punish them. I, I mean this in a way of, if it is easy for somebody to disrespect you it is easy for them to do it again so if if they have no repercussions no consequences it was so easy you know because it was easy for him to send the message and it was easy for him to get away with it so obviously if he wants to he will do that again so I truly believe even if you don't want to end this relationship, okay? This is the hardest thing to do ever. This is so hard to do. This is just an option, just just a piece of advice, just an idea, okay? You you can absolutely ignore everything I say here because it's, it's pretty heavy. You can end your relationship, right? And deep, deep, deep down, not want that, right? Deep, deep, deep down, just praying that they will fight for you and fight for you and fight for you okay but this is the thing they might not so it's a risky it's a risky game it's not a game it's risky business okay so let me explain why I think this is good my mum oh god I'm dropping my mic everywhere my mum always taught me that the only way people will change is if they feel like they need to and they have to to make something work and to they have to want it enough to make it work okay so if they feel that rock bottom I have fucked this up I've lost her she's the best thing that's ever happened to me I've sent a stupid fucking message I've completely disrespected her I've completely taken her for for granted I put my relationship on the line for a fucking message I'm an idiot mate they need to feel that and I truly believe the only way t- people will feel that is when they feel like they have fucked it up. If it is so easy for someone to disrespect you, they will do it again. Sometimes, not always. So I think, it, listen, I know what you, we, we think as well. You're like, but what if they don't fight for me? What if they don't fight for me? You have to remember, if somebody doesn't fight for you, that is also your answer. If you are putting your relationship on the line for the better for better or for worse it can either go the way we deep down want it to go where it's I'm gonna fight for you you know I fucked this up I realize what I've done I realize how stupid it was because now I've realized acting like that results in this I lose you you know and I don't want that's the worst thing that that could happen I'm gonna fight for you and fight for you and fight for you and prove to you that I'm you know I'm faithful I will never do that to you again or they might do that for a couple of days and go, I'm so sorry, take me back, blah, 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 it was a mistake. And then they give up. And that is the fear. You think, oh, but what if they give up? What if they What if they think, oh, she don't want to fucking be with me. Okay. 
and then you go, oh, it, it was a test, it was a test, shit, I didn't actually mean it. If somebody can hear the words, I don't want to be of you, and just accept that real fucking quick, they they are okay with that. They're okay with not being with you. And that is also your answer. So listen, I know it's it's a scary game. Like I said, you can, it's not a game. It's not a game. I don't mean it as a game. It's a scary a scary business okay and you complete you can completely ignore everything I'm saying here it's just an option and it's something that I have truly believed to be true and beneficial in my experience okay we sit there going I need them to know that they can't do this to me again and the only way they're going to know that is if I if I say this over and even though I don't want it to be over I have to remind myself they did this to me right I'm not doing this I'm not fucking with them. This isn't a game. That I'm not testing them, right? They did this to me and I am breaking up with them with the intentions of them fighting for me because I deserve to be fought for and I deserve somebody to trust, you know? I deserve to be able to trust someone and how are you going to trust them if they don't feel, you know, if they don't have to change their behavior, if they don't have to get to that point of like, fuck, I'm fucked it. How are they going to change? Why would they change? It was easy, you know? So I think it's really easy to sit there and go, oh my God, I'm so dumb. Like, I'm so dumb. I've, I've said it's over, hoping they're going to fight for me and they haven't fought for me. So now this is my fault that, that we're not together anymore. Now he doesn't want to be with me now. Now I'm the one that feels broken up with. No, you have to remember if somebody really loves you and wants to, wants you to be able to trust them and wants another chance they will let you fucking know and they will fight for you. It is not easy to let go of someone if you truly believe, I fucked this up, this is all my fault and I want them back. It is not easy to let someone go when you deep down feel like that. It's easy to go, you know, he might fight for you for a week and then go, okay, well, she doesn't want to be with me, that's fine. That is also your answer. If you think about it like this, right? He's cheated on me. Do I want to be with someone that I can trust? Yes. How do I do that? They need to feel like they fucked it. What if he doesn't fight for me? That is that is my answer. He would do it again because he doesn't care about the relationship enough to fight for me for more than a week. So he would do it again, you know? But like I said, that's a hard, brave, scary thing to do. But fucking hell, do you feel good when you do it? Because you will to be honest, probably, or maybe get to a point, if you do do this, I find that you get to a point where they are fighting for you. And then you think, do you know what? Now that I'm emotionally detached, even just that little bit, I'm just looking at you for what you are. And that's just a fucking cheater, mate. That's all he is right now. Do you know what I mean? Or you could get to the point where you're you're like, I'm so glad we did this. This is the best thing I did for our relationship. Because now, he is never going to take me for granted again because he has felt what it feels like to lose me and he ain't going to fucking want that feeling again because he hated it. But like I said, if he doesn't, if he doesn't feel that, oh my God, I fucked it, what have I done? He, that's your answer. He doesn't care enough. Why would you want to be with someone that has no fight for you? Why would you want to be with someone that can cheat on you? You say, well, I don't want to fucking be with you because you've cheated on me. And then they go, all right then. There you go. I don't want to be with you then. I don't, I don't fucking be of you. Do you know what I mean? That's just my advice. You can ignore it, of course, as always. But yeah, I love you. I'm so sorry that you're feeling that. Just remember that you deserve so much better than that. Like, never forget that. 
somebody has messaged another girl saying, oh my God, I can't believe we've been friends for all this time and I've never even... Piss off. Asking for a Snapchat. What, what were your intentions with that? We all know. And you deserve better than that because you're unreal. And if somebody can treat you like that and not fight for you, good fucking riddance. That's what I say. Love you, babe. All right. Amazing dilemmas today, guys. Thank you so much for sending them in. Oh, have the best time. Let's wrap up the episode. Stay for the outro. Okay, who stayed? Who stayed for the outro? Who does always stay for the outro? Because I do wonder if how many people go, oh, it's the end of the episode. I'll just skip to the next podcast or put some tunes on or turn it off, you know? Also, I'd like to know how many people listen to it in one sitting and who comes back to it. I'd love to know. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I've loved being here chatting with you all. I will be in Tenerife when you listen to this. How unreal was that? I would have had a safe flight. It's landed lovely. Nice, soft, gentle landing. No no problems with the luggage. We all got there safely and we will return home safely. All right. <laughs> I'm nervous. You wait till I tell you about the flight because you know I like to dramatize everything. All right, guys. I love you so much and I'll speak to you on Friday for a brand new episode. All right. I love you. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 